Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good something. I hope you're having, uh, we're having a wonderful time here uh, at Church Emergency Consulting. Uh, that would be the name we're using because that's the name of the company, Church Emergency Consulting. Uh, my name is Terry Beringer, and I own and operate uh, a company called Church Emergency Consulting. We do uh, first aid training, CPR, uh, first aid, stop the bleed. Uh, we also do active shooter training. We also do church consulting for security teams. We work with everything from preschools to dentist offices to churches to schools. We'll pretty much do it all. If you can be trained in it, we will train you in it. We are NFPA fire, state, fire service trained, state fire um, certified, state certified fire instructors uh, as well. And we have CPR training. I am a registered nurse, a CRRN by trade for the last 30 years. So uh, like Tom and I were just discussing a few moments ago, I'm not a genius. I've just been around and uh, I know things for that reason. We're going to talk today about a couple things in our wonderful little podcast called uh, Church Emergency Podcast. And we're going to talk about fire by the numbers. Now, there was two titles we were going to use for this. Fire by the numbers was the first one. Actually, that was the second one. The first one was three, two, one, fire. And then I realized that sounds like I'm in a firing squad. And that's probably not the best thing to have for a podcast. So we're going by fire by the numbers. Uh, with that being said, I will, I will give you my contact information. That is terry at churchemergency.com. Or you can contact me by phone, 412 527-3673. I can be contacted via that phone number for a phone call. You can also text me at said number, 412-527-3673. Now, I will mention now that um, I try to make a nice, pretty podcast for you guys. Uh, I was told I have a face for um, radio and a voice for silent films. With that being said, I try to make it nice and quiet because Tom does an amazing job as a um, producer. But I will also plug Tom's producing company right now, Pittsburgh Podcasting and Audio Solutions. Um, I think we're going to try to get him a website, but as of right now, he doesn't have one. So I'm going to give you his phone number, Tom at 412-577-8010. Contact Tom at Pittsburgh Podcasting and Audio Solutions, 412-577-8010. The reason I gave his name number twice is because I owe him one on this one. Uh, the papers that I used to read my podcast from, I spilt water on them, and now they're all crinkly. So you're going to hear this today. That's not Tom. That's me. So um, if Tom can, as a matter of fact, if I can do this and you don't hear it, that's going to tell you, or you barely hear it, that's going to tell you how amazing Tom is as a producer. So that being said, Fire by the Numbers. Yeah, it's a strange title, isn't it? Uh, we're going to do things a little different today. There's uh, several ways to phrase this what we're doing. Some call it numerical statistication. Some call it numerical stats listing. Others just call it annoying, and I'm going to fall on the last part. It is kind of, kind of rather annoying, but I think it's also a fun way of looking at some figures. Uh, and like I said, these are all from the NFPA, the National Fire Protection Agency, the federal agency governing fire departments and all that fun stuff involving fire departments. So either way, uh, we're going to look at this, and it's going to be called Fire by the Numbers. So we're going to start with number one. Number one, the number one rule, if you hear a fire alarm, get out and stay out. Call 911. That is the absolute 
number one rule. There's a concept called uh, rescue, alarm, contain, and e evacuate or extinguish, and that is a uh, great acronym, the race concept. But the first thing is rescue. Get out and get everybody else out. So number one, get out, stay out. Also making sure you stay out. There was an incident uh, in West Mifflin, a nearby town not that long ago, a couple years back, where there was two people in a fire building. One got out, the other one didn't. The one that got out went back in to find the other person, and they both perished in the fire. So get out and stay out. Call 911. So there's um, kind of a scary thing that uh, when we in the fire service, uh, I've been involved in the fire service either by a member, an active member, or a social member, or working with fire departments for the last 35, 40 years. Uh, and like I said, there's a concept of having to rescue the rescuer. We really don't want to have to rescue the rescuer. So when the fire occurs, the fire alarm goes off, get out and stay out. I don't care how much you love your little pet Pikachu, or not Pikachu, Pekingese. Yeah, P Pikachu's the, 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 the animated cartoon. Pekingese is the dog. Okay, I never get those right. Anyways, I don't care how much you love your Pekingese or your pet snake or your iguana or your cat. Don't try saving them uh, for two reasons. One, their lives are not worth a human life. I know you a lot of um, uh, fur babies out there and, and fur parents. I'm sorry, but it's true. The other aspect of that is it's amazing how often animals will get out, uh, even if the adults and the, and the humans do not. Many years ago, there was a collapse in Florida where the building came down, and after several days, they finally called it and said, this is no longer a rescue mission. It is a recovery mission because there's no way any human would survive. They brought in these big cranes to lift up these big portions of the building that had collapsed, and as they lifted up this one portion of the building, this cat jumps out over a bunch of concrete and takes off running. Uh, just to go to show you that the animals can survive a whole lot more than we think, and at least we can. So number two. The two leading causes of death in fires are, one, smoke inhalation, oxygen deprivation is what it's also referred to, uh, and the other one is from heat. So oxygen deprivation and burns are the number one and two reasons uh, people die in fires. Now, that's a, an amazing thing to think about when you think of 80% of fire victims uh, fall victim to that lack of oxygen. We breathe in 21% oxygen when we take a nice deep breath. <sighs> 21% oxygen. There's also a bunch of other stuff in there, but the 21% oxygen is what you really are concentrating on. After one minute in a fire, that oxygen drops to 17%. After two minutes in that fire, uh, fire situation, your oxygen drops to 10%. And at 10%, you also lose consciousness. And I probably don't need to tell you what happens if you are not conscious in a building that is on fire. Uh, not good. Structure fires. Uh, originally, NFPA used to say that they reached somewhere around 1,100 degrees Fahrenheit. They're actually looking into increasing those numbers because um, all the stuff we have nowadays is built from a polymer-based uh, material that uh, is just burning a lot hotter. It's also burning a lot faster. So they're actually looking into bumping that from 1,100 degrees Fahrenheit for an average structure fire to 1,500 degrees. Uh, they have not done that officially yet, so as of the NFP standards right now, it is 1,100 degrees. So let's move on to number three. Three is a fun number two, known as the three A's of response to a fire, activate, assist, and attempt. Those are the three A's uh, as far as the fire goes. Activate, 
pull the uh, fire alarm on your way out the door or call 911 or see both uh, all of the above. Uh, assist anybody who can uh, get out. Uh, and if they can't get out, uh, find a way they can possibly help them get out. Uh, if they're not trying to get out, you, you may have to leave them there, but get out. Uh, and the third A is the uh, fact that you want to attempt to use a fire extinguisher uh, if you've been trained to do so. Really, you should only try it if you've uh, done the first two steps. But uh, I will encourage anybody to, if they have the opportunity, to dump their fire extinguisher onto uh, a fire. Just because, if nothing else, uh, all it does is it gives the fire department a couple extra minutes and tries to contain it a little bit. So those are uh, that is the three, the three A's. Next, we'll go to four. What is four? Four are the four sides of the fire triangle. Now, you're saying, Terry, you're an idiot. Triangles have three sides. Well, years and years and years ago, it did have three sides. Uh, it was a uh, uh, the fire triangle. The fire triangle is now called the fire tetrahedron. Whereas once we were using oxygen, fuel, and heat as those three sides, we've now incorporated a fourth side. Uh, and if anybody uh, wants to challenge... Um, the geometry test, that fourth side of a triangle makes it a tetrahedron. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know what a tetrahedron was either. Imagine a four-sided triangle or a three-dimensional triangle. How about that? If you look at a triangle and you're holding a triangle uh, block, it is a, uh, a tetrahedron. Um, so yeah, that is uh, what a tetrahedron is. And a tetrahedron has increased the three concepts of oxygen, fuel, and heat to a, a new, newly recent uh, addition called chemical reaction. That chemical reaction, prior to COVID, <coughs> we uh, used to call it spontaneous combustion. And it was always interesting because people were like, oh, oh, I was just sitting there and that uh, that chair is just spontaneously combusted. Well, now we actually know there's a chemical reaction that causes spontaneous combustion. Uh, we found that uh, very helpful, or not helpful, we, we found the information out during COVID specifically because People were cleaning a lot, obviously, because of germs and uh, trying to knock down the COVID virus. So if someone was to use, uh, sit in a room and three people in a room, one person used a, an ammonia-based cleaner on this table over here. Someone used a bleach container on this one over here. Uh, someone over here on the third side used a uh, hydrogen peroxide cleaner. Uh, those are just three chemicals I'm pulling out of the uh, out of the air. Um, if those three chemicals were used to clean different sections and then they were taken and thrown into a bag or a box or a laundry cart or anything like that and then put into a laundry room or sometimes just thrown in the back of somebody's car, uh, in the trunk of the car, what happens was those chemicals were actually uh, building together and combining and causing this spontaneous combustion, this chemical reaction that causes a fire to ignite. So the four uh, sections of, of the four corners of that triangle, oxygen, fuel, heat, and chemical reaction. Uh, like I said, that air we breathe, that 21% oxygen we were talking about before, that's the oxygen. Uh, fuel is basically anything that can burn. The heat is anything that can start a fire. And people say, well, I don't have any open flames in my house. Well, if you have a light switch, you have a, a, a potential for a fire. If you have a, a static electricity on your shoes, you have a, a possibility. And like I said, that spontaneous combustion is the fourth of those four uh, sides of that triangle. So let's move on to number five. Five. There are five classes of fires. Uh, that's the interesting thing because there's also five classes of fire extinguishers. Funny how that works. Each fire extinguisher has its own fire, and each fire has its own fire extinguisher. Uh, kind of like cute little match made there. Five classifications of each fire have corresponding 
fire extinguisher, like I said, um, most fire extinguishers you use are called an eight. Ooh, this one's really stuck. Uh, five classes of fires. Uh, a good ABC fire extinguisher covers most of those fires. The interesting aspect of that is 90. Now I'll say 98% of the fire extinguishers you will ever come in contact with in your life have uh, that ABC concept. The ABCs are interesting. A class A is anything that burns. I love class A because class A leaves an ash. So class A, ash, uh, like paper, cloth, wood, etc. Anything of those things like that. Once again, using a class A fire extinguisher. Class B fire is anything that bubbles, gas, paint thinners, oils, you know, anything that the liquid that can bubble is a class B fire, and you would use a class B fire extinguisher on that. Uh, a class C is anything with current. Now, a lot of people go, oh, current, like what's trending on X, or formerly known as, um, what was it called before? Twitter. Yeah, see? Wow, Elon Musk, has, his, he's made his uh, mark, because I could forget, forgot what it was called before it was called X. Hey, it worked, Elon, in case you're listening. <laughs> I don't think he is. Anyways, uh, current can be uh, not what's going around in popular nowadays. Current is anything that is powered by either AC or DC batteries. Uh, if you plug it in or, or hook up a battery to it, that is a uh, Class C um fire and that uses a class c fire extinguisher now we do have a class d uh, and a class uh, ek uh class d is actually burning metals which i don't think you'll be getting into much um but you would use a class d fire extinguisher for that and the class k you actually might be uh come in contact with anytime you go to um a restaurant where they have a cooker cooking surface uh or a fry pan or a you know a fry fry pot they actually have these little extinguishers that extend down from the ceiling those are k extinguishers and they the k stands for kitchen fire extinguishers so just in case you ever look on a grill hook grill hood and you see these little nozzles pointing down you can say hey that's a class class k fire extinguisher so those are the classes of uh the main five classifications of fires and the main five classes of fire extinguishers. We're gonna move on to number six. Number six is what the evacuation crib manufacturers recommend um, how many kids are to be located into an evacuation crib. Now that seems silly, but when we're talking about fires, we're talking about fires if your fires are occurring in a daycare or a preschool or a church, uh, Sunday school program or nursery or anywhere where you have a bunch of kids uh, sitting there. Uh, the manufacturers of evacuation cribs are saying no more than six children under the age of two years old can be put into an evacuation crib. Now, I will add to that evacuation cribs are awesome in the event of active intruders or active shooters also. So uh, we also use evacuation cribs when we're discussing uh, active intruder events at churches and schools and businesses uh, that have kids. So that means if you have 12 kids, in a Sunday school or classroom or a preschool, you have to have at least two evacuation cribs. Uh, and like I said, this is mainly for daycares, preschools, Sunday schools, and that type of things. But evacuation cribs, like I said, can also be used very quickly and easily in uh, an active intruder response. So that is number six. Number seven. Huh, I guess we're getting a little out of control with these numbers. So let's go, uh, let's see. Um, we're going to go here with a bunch of numbers for number seven. Just because we've been doing this long enough and I try to keep these podcasts short, uh, let's fire through a couple extra numbers. 75. Number 75 is the number of feet a Class ABC fire extinguisher can be placed in a building, meaning you cannot have uh, – you can have fire extinguishers. They must be no further than 75 feet apart 
uh, from uh, where you're at. So you have to be within 75 feet of a class ABC fire extinguisher. Now, that's 75 feet. Um, there's actually um, the other number which we can look at there is 50, because 50 feet is the number of feet for a, um, a fire extinguisher that it's going to be used for anything other than just class A material. So if you're going to be using electrical equipment um, for a class B fire or uh, any type of um, flammable liquids, those are 50 feet apart. So 75 is for anything that is a class A like combustible material. Class B is uh, 50 feet, and those extinguishers must be no further than 50 feet apart in flammable if flammable liquids are involved. So that is the 75 and the 50 numbers there. The next number, 54. 54 is a fun number, with the exception of that is 54,000. Uh, there were 54,000 structure fires in uh, 19, or I'm sorry, in 2023. Wow, 19, I just dropped like two decades. Uh, so yeah, 54,000 structure fires in 2022 last year. Um, that is a, uh, a mind-boggling number. Everybody keeps saying that the number of fires are going down, and it really has not uh, diminished that much. Uh, the next number, which is a sad number, 82. Uh, 82 is a somber number because 82 is the number of firefighters that had fatalities on the job in 2023. Uh, it's sad to say we lost 82 uh, firefighters uh, doing their jobs and uh, trying to save others. But that is a, a job which is a, a job that you know going into that uh, you have the potential to not come home from. And that is why we need to give uh, res pay respect and give due to uh, the, the honor to those 82 firefighters that did not come home from fighting fires in 2023. Um, the number 3,000, 3,000, that's how many Americans die in house fires every year. And the fact that there's 82,000 or 82 firefighters that are trying to save those fire, those Americans, uh, that's a lot of people who are dying in a fire every year, 3,000 people. And uh, if 3,000 people were dying every year, um, that means we really probably need to get talking about smoke detectors and uh, uh, fire extinguishers in the home. Matter of fact, there's a concept we talk about uh, in fire training is we use race for rescue, alarm, contain, e evacuate, extinguish. Uh, we also use <clears throat> um, the concept of pull, aim, squeeze, sweep, PASS, uh, as another great acronym, pull, aim, squeeze, sweep, for using a fire extinguisher. Uh, there's one that I think uh, is underrated and needs to be done a little bit more. We talk about uh, fire training in businesses and schools and daycares and churches and uh, businesses and all these other organizations and community organizations. How about EDITH? EDITH is a, is a, is a great acronym. Uh, EDITH stands for Exit Drills in the Home. Uh, it is very, very important. If we are a, we'll just use a preschool teacher, you know, and we're doing fire safety training because we, we are a preschool teacher and we have to have fire training. Well, that's fine, but you only spend eight of those hours a day in um, in that daycare. You spend a lot more time a in a 24-hour period in your home. So let's do some exit drills in the home. Learn where your exits are. Learn where the uh, fire extinguisher is in your house. Uh, learn which window to get out of if, in an emergency. If that window is blocked, where is your secondary exit going to be? So that is the important thing. Uh, it's really important because as we look at those 3,000 people uh, in America that died in a house fire, I think not all of them had to die uh, with training and exit drills in the home. Maybe we can get that number down for next year. Uh, the last number, uh, well, maybe next to last number. Anyways, the number we're going to look at next is 30. 
and that's because every 30 seconds of the size of a fire doubles. Now, that doesn't sound really impressive unless you look at a fire that is 12 inches high, and in 30 seconds, it's 24 inches high, and in 30 seconds after that, it's 48 inches high, and above that, I can't reach that high to give my hand up that size. So every 30 seconds, it doubles, and people just keep thinking, oh, it's growing. No, it's growing exponentially. How about that word? I got a big one on that one. Yes, fire is doubling every 30 seconds. So that is a that is something that we really need to look at and think about when we're looking at uh, fires. Um, the uh, other number which I will look at when we're talking about fires is 7 to 10. And 7 to 10 is the national average for first responders to arrive at the scene of a fire. Now, that seems like it's pretty quick, but when we just discussed that fire doubling every 30 seconds and the fire department arrives seven minutes later, that means it is exponentially 140 times 14. Yeah, 140. Yeah, it's a lot. Uh, don't laugh at my math skills. Uh, I'm a, I'm a, <laughs> I love doing training. I'm not a math guy. So uh, like I said, though, the important thing here is to realize that with fire doubling every 30 seconds and um, the first responder average being over seven minutes, that tells you we really need to take fire safety uh, a little more consciously and uh, take it a little more to heart, not just in our churches, in our schools, in our homes, in our businesses, in our uh, uh, everyday organizations that we see. So um, I hope we didn't bore you to death with fire safety stats. Uh, my goal was to try to get these information uh, and these numbers and these uh, stats out to you without being totally boring, uh, just reading numbers. So uh, I hope my... Here's my papers rolling again. I hope my um, statistical listing concept worked. Uh, the numerical statistical listing uh, process uh, hopefully made this a little more exciting. And as we uh, finish off, I will say, if you need to have fire safety training uh, and every daycare, preschool, and nursery in the state of Pennsylvania is required by law to have fire safety training, we will bring a state uh, trained and certified fire safety trainer to your facility and do fire safety training at your convenience. Uh, also, with that, every nursing, uh, preschool, nursing care center, nursing center, uh, and daycare center and nursery must also have CPR training. We will be happy to come to your CPR or your facility and do tra CPR training. So please contact me at terry at churchemergency.com or via phone or text at 412-527-3673. And once again, a huge shout out to Pittsburgh Podcasting and Audio Solutions um, for doing this work for us and uh, trying to make it sound good even with our crunchy papers. Uh, you can reach Tom at 412-577-8010. Uh, and towards uh, next month, we... Well, I don't know what we're going to do next month, Tom. We'll have to figure out what we're going to do. Oh, KISS principle. Keep it simple. Well... I can't say keep it simple, stupid anymore because I'm not allowed to call people stupid. Uh, how about keep it simple, silly? <laughs> Let's go with KISS Principle next next month. Uh, look forward to hearing from you all. If you have any comments, please uh, leave them at the uh, in the comments section here. Or once again, you can contact us at terry at churchemergency.com or 412-527-3673. Look forward to hearing from you. Uh, have a great day.